All right, welcome. Thanks for uh, jumping in, listening. Hopefully today um, I can bring something that's valuable and uh, honors your time. So let's jump into it. The first thing I want to talk about, because it's fresh in my mind, I've been dealing with it the last few weeks, I'm studying it right now, is this idea of what does it look like as a pastor? So somebody, if you jump into the field of uh, ministry, if you are leading a nonprofit organization, or you just um, are maybe maybe it's a regular job, for profit job, but somehow combined and connected to ministry. Okay, so for me, I'm a pastor. I went to school to be a pastor. I'm a full time pastor right now. What do we know about ministry? Well, that is that most people that are involved in ministry, whether that is a pastor an associate pastor, or if they're a missionary or work for some type of organization, uh, something that maybe rings a bell like FCA or uh, something like that, is that there's not a whole lot of money to be found in it, right? You're not going to get paid a lot for what you do. Part of that is out of sheer respect for the way that you get the money. So even at a church, okay, what, what funds a church for the most part is tithes. That's the gifts from the people. Most of them giving in, at, uh, whether that's 10% of their income, out of being faithful, believing that God calls them to live generously, so that way they're not uh, tied up to their money and that's not their focus. So they're giving, they're supplying the church it's income, right? And then part of that income is what pays to keep the lights on and pays the pastors. That is what it's like in most cases. Sometimes it's a little bit different, but that's how most pastors get paid. So for most pastors, it's only right that, that is, it is not a, uh, a high amount of money that they get paid because that's taking the money from the people, right? So I believe that pastors shouldn't get paid a ridiculous, you know, you shouldn't have a $500,000 salary a year if you are a pastor and your fu- the way that you get paid is through the tithe of the people. So with that being said, though, usually we're on the really low end, right? Uh, salaries are pretty low for pastors. And so I grew up as a pastor's kid, and I know firsthand experience that finances were always uh, difficult. They were a tough topic, and um, maybe not a tough topic, but just this idea that we didn't have a lot of money coming in, and we had things uh, that we had to pay for that caused money to go out, and it was pretty even, right? And so um, you, you weren't creating a surplus. Maybe my parents weren't creating a great retirement or whatever. There's things that are difficult because they're having to make sure that I have food in my belly. And so I think often in the ministry it's a tough topic that people don't really talk about. So we have a great ability to talk about giving because we believe that God's called us to be give. Everything else we leave to Dave Ramsey, right? Well, I want to add to the conversation. I want to be a part of it. I don't think that it has to be something we have to be silent on. I think it's very important that we keep money where it's supposed to be and um, we need to be in control of it. I really believe that because if not, it's going to control you. I don't think there's any middle ground, okay? So I think you have to be on top of where your money's going. And that doesn't mean that you're screwed, right? I think that can mean, oh, I want to make sure that 30% of my income is going out. I want to be giving, whether that is to organizations like Feed My Starving Children or um, Compassion International, where you can help sponsor kids across the globe and make sure they just have a meal and a place to go to school and things like that and clothes on their back. So maybe your goal is say, hey, I want to get to where I'm giving 50% of my income to people, right? So uh, it's not necessarily like, oh, I want to have a Ferrari, I want to have a big house or whatever. So I think we are, it's so taboo to talk about finances in the church, and it shouldn't be. It's important, and we all live life having to use money in a 
some sort of way, right? So here it is. Here's my philosophy, my belief on it. I am a college pastor, and that means that I get a salary that is that of a pastor, okay? So I am doing what I feel called to do, what I feel led to do, what I believe God wants me to do for all of my life, okay? So until he feels like he needs to change it, this is what I'm going to do. But that doesn't mean that my income is stuck. It doesn't have to mean that it's fixed at where it's at. I can create other ways to bring income into my life. Why do I need to? Well, one, I went to school to be a pastor. When I walked away from school, I had a very large student debt. I know that's not everybody's case. That was my case. Part of it was, wasn't a great student in in high school, so I didn't get a lot of scholarship opportunities, and I really wanted to go to college. (coughs) Excuse me. So, in college, I'm there, truly believe this is what God's called me to do, so I come out. I don't have a whole lot of ways to pay for my student debt okay so my single salary is not going to cover it and it's not going to cover it within the time frame that i want to pay for right student debt when they say hey you got a 20 year um payback set up well you're going to end up paying double the the loan right so i don't want to do that i want to pay it off as fast as possible go the dave ramsey route get it all paid for that's my only debt so i want to knock that out also my wife i hate that she has to carry that burden she didn't Uh, have to take out loans and and doesn't have anything to pay back. But since she married me, she does, right? And so out of respect for her and honoring her and her hard work, I want to make sure that we are getting it paid for as fast as possible. So my philosophy on money for me, because I feel like I have the energy, is I want to create other ways to bring income in. I would love if one day I get to a point where I am a pastor full-time and I don't accept a salary from the church, that I don't get paid from the church, and we can free those funds up to do other ministry-type things. I would love that. And so if that's my goal, I want to make sure that I'm creating other ways for income to come into my life. So one of that is real estate, rental property. So I believe that buy and hold real estate, it is definitely a long-term investment, but I believe it is worthwhile. I believe that it's going to pay off, especially in years to come when I have that property paid for and I'm getting that cash flow and that essentially becomes my retirement, right? So it gets to the point. But I want to get to a place where that's happening even while I'm a pastor so that can pay for my salary. So rental property, I love it. (coughs) And I uh, would love to talk more about it and maybe we can have a special segment just on it. But then I also want to start a business. And again, rental property is a business in itself. But the other business that I started is a window cleaning business. It's called Streakers Window Cleaning. We're here in OKC. So if you're listening and need your windows cleaned, call me. My friend Brian and I, we started it. And um, this is an opportunity to create more income. So what is the point of all that? The point is, because of my rental property, and my window cleaning business, I can pay a significant amount on my student debt to knock it off without having to touch my wife or I's regular income. That's great. That means that each month we're kind of pulling money out of the air, right? We've created it to make sure that we're paying off the student debt and it's not affecting the other types of ways that we want to save and give. And so I encourage every college student that's coming out, maybe you're 22, 23, 24, Anywhere before you're 30, right, and maybe you don't have any kids, don't waste your time. 
Use it to create ways to get rid of your student debt if you have it. You have to get rid of that. I do not want to live in debt uh, for very long. I want financial freedom, right? We hear that all the time, to be the narrative of my finances. Why? Because I want to be able to give as much as possible. I want my kids to be able to experience just the things even I got to experience just because of my parents or because of other people in my life. And I want the kids around me that I'm able to help uh, whether that's just maybe go on a trip or something with church or go on mission trips. Like I want to be able to help as much as possible. So I have the energy now that can allow me to go to work. So what does that mean? Well, when I'm out cleaning windows at 5.30 or 6 p.m., like I'd probably rather be home watching Netflix, but I'm choosing not to because I'm trying to build for my future. I'd rather sacrifice now uh, for a greater success later. And when I say even success, for me it's defined as I see it as if I'm able to pastor with either receiving an extremely low salary or no salary from the church, that's success for me because now we can push money in other directions of ministry. And here's how I'm going to close. <clears throat> Hopefully, never going to cough again when I'm recording. But here's my philosophy and how I see money, cash money that's in your bank account. When you build a house, you need nails and screws. It is necessary. You have to have those to build the home. But when have you ever walked into someone's beautiful home and immediately thought, man, I wonder how many screws or nails you use to, to make this happen. I wonder, you know, what, where are they in the house and what kind of nails and screws did you use? No, you don't think that. You just are able to see what was built, right? Money is very similar. It is just a tool. It is just to be used to build. And just like nails, if you hold on to it too tight in your hands, you're going to hurt yourself. It is supposed to be used to be pushed out, to build, and to the things around you, right? And so you have to put it to work. So it's the classic, don't always be working for money. Make your money work for you. And there's so much more things we can get into about that when it talks about investing. And, and I'm learning a lot about it. And I want to share that because I know not everybody has the time to learn about it. So I'm eventually going to talk about that. But you have to see it as all it is, it's a tool. It is not the house. And it's not supposed to be held on to. You have to get it out there, putting it to work. And the first thing that if you have any debt, the first thing you have to do is put it to work in paying off that debt and get to a, a get to zero, right? Get get a fresh playing field for yourself and then move forward. And uh, there's all types of things. And maybe one day we'll talk about budgeting and stuff because my wife and I, we have um, – different kind of ways that we budget. I have friends that budget really, really well. In fact, they budget their expenses far better than me. Uh, I do mine a little bit differently. So just real quick, as I close, uh, for me, I believe in automating things. So I automate, you know, my bills, but I also automate my savings. So as soon as I get paid, I got money going into my savings account, into investment accounts. And that's what I think is going to be some of the best way because like it's just like when I'm paying a bill if I auto pay it I, I don't have to think about it same type of deal for savings so you have to get in charge of your finances and a huge why for me is to be able to create uh, more generosity in my life I want to have more space to be able to give so that's my philosophy on money uh, if you have a different one, I'd love to hear it. I think that would be really cool. I want to hear your philosophy or if we can build off of mine or any thoughts that you have. Um, maybe you are in rental property and you have some unique skills and gifts and you can teach me there. I'm fresh in the game. I'm in the meantime of it. And uh, also business. If you have business um, 
experience and you have any ideas, let me know. I would love to hear, especially if you're out there and somehow you have a window cleaning business. And if it's in a different city, even better Then we can learn from each other. Right. So, all right. Hope you're having a great day. And I hope that maybe if you never know, if, if you don't know where your money's going, I hope you figure it out and can get in charge of it. So, all right. Thanks for listening to the Timmy Riggs podcast, Life in the Meantime.